This February, history will be made. Millions will watch as 80 years of unjust stigma is left in the past. A product that drove good people to the black market will be revealed as one that's creating a new global market. This February, what inspired the symbol of counterculture will at long last be seen as just culture. The new normal is coming. Will you be one of the first to see it? Visit medmen.com to watch an exclusive preview. Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Jean Sutton. And welcome to Roast Chestnuts, a podcast where we talk about made-for-TV Christmas movies that we have found or like, because we do like them. Yeah, they're really decent. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah. And we have a guest with us to help us. Um, Our guest is the host of the 80% podcast, Esther Mordano. Hello. Welcome. Great name, yeah, Roast Chestnuts. That's good. Mm. Not my name is great. My name is okay, (laughs) but... The name of your podcast is name. good. Yeah. yeah. I really like the name Esther. Thank you. It's my great-grandmother's name. Was. She's not still alive. That would be dodgy if she was. Thank you. Yeah. So I picked our film for today's episode. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I owe both the an apology because it, it didn't live <laughs> up. I'll read the description of it first. Uh, it's called I'll Be Home for Christmas. And it's one of like six films called I'll Be Home for Christmas on Netflix. Yeah. It was a tough for you to um, find like which one you meant originally. I just um, googled Christmas on Netflix and just saw that, that that the description of this one stood out so much. Assistant DA and single mom Jackie's plans to wrap up a big case and enjoy Christmas with her daughter are disrupted when her estranged dad visits. So I thought that would be like half crime solving, half family drama, all gold. But there's actually very little crime in this, uh, I think. Well, I don't know. I think you were stretching there if you're looking for a, a Christmas crime drama. No, I kind of knew exactly what I was... Really? Yeah. I, I was like, strange dad tick. Yeah, I could yeah. see it all. I could see it all play out. Yeah. Mm. And but actually, I, when I searched it, I confused Mina Savari for Mira Savino. Yes. So I just put her oh. name in and I had to Google Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. I was like, <laughs> have I got the right person? Like, no, I haven't. So then... Yeah. I made a list of the differences between them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Over. You see, I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so Mina Savari is the girl in American Beauty mm-hmm. and she is the Virginial choir girl in American Pie. So from her early true. years she was yeah. being sexualized. Yeah. That's true. Um so she doesn't really talk about that. She talks about being grateful for fate for those roles when she's mm-hmm. younger, but I'd be in therapy personally. <laughs> she's a two time divorcee and she's thirty eight and her first husband was uh, 17 years older than her a German born cinematographer they're not talking anymore but she says he was a good man mm-hmm. and then she married an Italian Canadian concert promoter but they've since divorced Mira Servino is 50 and she's a Harvard graduate apparently according to Wikipedia and she was in a Mimic and Mighty Aphrodite with Woody Allen which I haven't seen because I've only seen three Woody Allen movies because then Ronan Farrow and stuff yeah. kind of got and on the scene and reminded us yeah, Woody Allen's bad and then I was like after Midnight in Paris that all happened and I was like not watching any of these I've seen yeah, the I've musical seen a, one I've seen a lot but now I haven't seen any since yeah. then so yeah. I've only seen I think I saw one with Alan Alda Manhattan Murder Mystery Okay, Everyone Says I Love You and Midnight in Paris and since then been pretty they're good they're not great ones I would say he's making a new film at the moment and Selena Gomez is in it I think 
Mm. Yeah. Carry on. So. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Mira is also in Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, which you yes, mentioned. Yes. Time is classic. And she's involved in the Harvey Weinstein um, unveiling. Yes, she is. At the moment. So that's that. That's a good bit Cleared of research. Up. So do we think this would have been a better film if Mira Servino was in it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Mina Servari's a bad actress. I thought she was quite no, okay in it. She's got great you know? lines. Yeah. But we'll come to her big speech later. Yeah. it's not a great big speech but it starts with like actual Barbara Streisand music yes, yes. that's a good start strong start was James Brolin married to Barbara Streisand or is he, he still he is married he is, okay. yeah. for a past few years yeah, yeah so um, yeah so That's, James Brolin is the director and an actor in it. is his son Josh Brolin yeah yeah okay thank you who's dodgy now is he dodgy now yeah. he, did he marry his assistant or something so he's he was married to Diane he's, um, he's pretty to look at I don't care what he did he's <laughs> handsome he was married yeah. to Diane Lane okay is that her name really good looking woman yes. in Unfaithful Real sexy, married uh-huh. to her. So they were kind of Hollywood, like hot, age appropriate couple for a while. Mm-hmm. And then there was altercations where she didn't press charges and where the pubs said it was a misunderstanding. And then he's been kind of noted for drunken behaviour since. Mm-hmm. And then he married his assistant who's much younger and he just puts up pictures of her arse on Instagram. Oh, okay. So James's yeah. um, son Josh isn't as upstanding a citizen no, James seems like a decent man. He's married, he's married to Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand wouldn't have put Josh shit. off the Christmas list, but James is the director, and yeah, yeah, he's Barbara Streisand. So that was great, a good, good start. Barbara Streisand um, warbling away, love it. Yeah, yeah. And James looks like a really rugged trucker. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's looking well. He knows his angles. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Maybe I'm jumping ahead, but the scene where he's talking to the little girl in the bed, there was some a big shot of his face, his face, the little girl, very quickly back to his face. Yeah, he was kind of, he knew what he was doing. He's also, as the director, he's let himself dress for comfort rather than style, mm-hmm. I think. Well, he's, he's like, a lone wolf. He's an ex cop. He despises. He's living in his trailer. He despises jeans two, three sizes too big. He'll yeah, get the use out of him. him. Yeah. You know, he's just a devil may care. And, you know, his daughter is just wound tighter than a, you know, whatever. Yeah. The actual, the costuming in general in this, I wasn't mad about. It's like our first meeting with James, the love interest. Oh. He comes up wearing cool jeans and a shirt and a blazer and a tie. And the title Detective like, Kelly. Detective Kelly. He looks is the his ti- name is his name not Mike? Mike. 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 Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Kelly. Yeah. So I, I have him down here as Mr. Cool Jeans and Tie. Okay. And his hair was kind of yeah. bouffanty. Yeah. He yeah. looked a bit like a cross between Aiden Gillen and the cop from Terminator. The one where yes. he's got the metal. I arms. had him here as Aiden uh, Gillen yeah. if he was injected with the Captain America serum. Yeah. Yeah. A cross between him and that policeman. Yeah. I, I think he got his tie from like with free with a shirt in pennies as well, Possibly. and then just sat on it for a couple of years. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the opening scene is James is coming home, mm-hmm. driving his, what is it, a truck or... Winnebago? Uh, yeah, like a Winnebago kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Driving that home because it's yeah. his friend's funeral. Uh-huh. His ex-partner mm-hmm. um, on the force. Sully. Sully. They're home. He's home for the funeral, but his daughter's also in town, so he's going to drop in and say hello. Mm-hmm. And it's the run-up to Christmas. Meanwhile, Mena is uh, Jackie's her name. So she's called after mm-hmm. her dad. Her dad's name is Jack. Mm-hmm. And she's an ADA, an assistant defense attorney. And she has a really annoying friend who's a psychologist. And Linda. Linda, who has no personality other than no being like, are you, is that childhood trauma? And there's like <laughs> saying kind of buzzwords and she, you're transferring. She's the exposition friend because she actually has yeah. a speech where she goes, you're a single mom and your husband moves to Paris and you've sold custody and you work as an ADA. Yeah. And, and you like your crisps and you, you like men yeah, like yeah, this yeah, and yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. The bit where she goes, your life is perfect. Yeah. And she mentions like single, he gave you single custody. And I was like, Okay, like I know that's handy for yeah. you that the child is based in one place, but yeah. wouldn't it be lovely 
if both parents were involved mm-hmm. in the child's life. Like if I was a friend, I'd be like, oh, maybe you should talk to him every yeah. now and then mm-hmm. for your yeah. daughter's sake. But she's like, no, your life's perfect. Yeah. I don't know what happened there, but I found that like a really disconcerting. Linda is odd. She has a very odd habit of like when um, Jackie's talking, of staring at someone behind Jackie thoughtfully. Like that's her yeah. acting cue. Is to stare four inches to the right of Jackie's head at a tree somewhere. And then then turn on a smile as soon as it's her turn to talk again. Yeah, it's very, she's really it's very distracting. Yeah. She's phoning it in. Yeah. Also, the dog, there's some exhibition with, when the dog is there as well, because oh. Sully's dog is left behind. My dogs bark when there's dogs on television, so I missed all of that. Mm. So I don't know what he said to the dog. Dog plotline was very good. Yeah. It was good. I knew when they got to the the Rand's big home or whatever, the Edwards' big home, that he was going to do something messy, and he did, which we'll mm-hmm. get to later on. Yeah. 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 Um, sorry, yeah. Well, so, yeah, the dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a good dog. I, a good I, dog. I, I missed, was there something, did something important happen when he talked no, to the dog? He just, he, reveal like, he just loves talking to the dog okay. and just, it's really nice. Yeah. So then Mena's going through town. They run into her really bland boyfriend who's from an influential family. She keeps mm-hmm. saying he's from a yes. nice family. Yeah. And there, there's a plan for a party at a gallery or something, a Christmas mm-hmm. party. So he's like, are you ready for it? Blah, blah, blah. And then she sees her dad's truck and Mena's like... Uh, what's going on here? Why is he back here? And her grand, her daughter, um, is delighted to see her granddad, and she keeps calling them Grinch. Yeah, and it was just a really bad nickname. For Wasn't her. mad about that actor. No, the child no, actor. No, like, I'm the cutesy pootsy pie kid who just says what everyone's thinking, and I'm <laughs> way ahead, and my speech development is way advanced for my age. And yeah, you're like. And she didn't make shy with the Grinch grandfather that no. she hasn't seen in years. I would go, well, that was me. I wouldn't be like, she's like, oh, we just, yeah. The kid she was, was way too talkative. But, the, but whoever did the, the child's hair, she had curls that oh, whole way really through. Curls. She had the best hairdresser. She obviously they're written into her contract. She had the she had pricey the GHD. Uh-huh. <laughs> Those curls did not drop. And there's also a love interest introduced early on who isn't the bland suit boyfriend. It's mm-hmm. a detective Kelly yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. detective Mike Kelly yeah. who steals her parking spot but then it wasn't her parking spot so they're being aggressive to each other and immediately mm-hmm. they're like oh I don't like her and he's like she's stuck up and she's like he's rude but we know they're going to end up together by the end oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah of and, course yeah so and also pivotal to all this is detective Kelly has James Brolin's endorsement as a human being mm-hmm. yes so there's a lot like we know mm-hmm. this is coming and it's quite obvious and I didn't like the fact he was so rude at the beginning because I thought he was really rude about that mm-hmm. parking space and I was like <sighs> sick of um, this aggressive nice male thing mm-hmm. um, I thought like he could have just if he said oh yeah I'll move the car I would have been like I hope she ends up with him but <laughs> <laughs> I could just go and look no it says visitor right here yeah <laughs> yeah Oh, for, so, sorry, sorry. I, I, my mistake yeah, yeah I'll park over there that's great yeah, yeah. You just went, oh, do you really need to park here yeah. that's yeah. fine you know, this, yeah, the scene been, might have been less dynamic, but I see in real life that would have been the polite thing to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. in real life you'd be like, oh, I think I fancy that really nice person. Mm-hmm. Except but for like, his tie. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. we know that two minutes later, her first appointment for the day. Who is it? It's the rude detective. Who could have seen chances? that coming? Yeah, yeah. Who seen that coming. Yeah. There you go. So, so we're, we're led to believe that this is the important case she has to solve before Christmas, and then it's never mentioned again. Yeah, and he doesn't mention it either. Unless no. he's working on the pickpocket. And he's hanging out with her the entire yeah. run up to Christmas and they never <laughs> mention work. Yeah. And sure, like, obviously we're going to spoil it. They get together at the end, obviously. So yeah. it's not a massive conflict of interest on in that case then when they go back to work. No, it's because not. Julie James is this writer in America and she does a lot of ADA, FBI, US Marshall kind of type crossovers. Oh, really? So I think like you're let date. Okay. It's like, and it's kind of like the civil service. So like I don't think there's too much. Um, okay. 
But Jackie, does, well, she doesn't go into detail about the case, but she does let us know several times. She hasn't got time to decorate. When will I have time to decorate? I'm so busy. I'm so busy. So we know she's busy. So we can just <laughs> presume she's busy with the case, even though she doesn't want to go into details. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, you know, who's she's a single working mom and she's got Rand there and the little curly-headed kid and her grads has come back in. You know, so she, we kind of mm. know she's a busy woman. Dynamic yeah. DA. Even though she doesn't go into the details. No. Like I said. I would like to see a bit more of her work. It's like, because they sell it as being a crime thing. Yeah. And I wanted a crime. It's like the, the film was about like a scientist working on a cancer cure. And then it was all about her meeting some guy who dropped off a vial or something. And not yeah. about the actual cure for cancer. And she cured cancer in the film, but they never mentioned it. You know, I feel like it's that scale of an injustice to me. Also, the rural district attorneys is a really interesting area. And like the good wife touching it a lot. Mm, yeah. But I feel that... And I think Shonda Rhimes is working on a series, and she's doing a public defender series, but like I'd love just a series about DAs and how they make the decision to bring cases mm-hmm. because you see a lot of misunderstandings why the director of public prosecution, prosecutions here, why they do and don't bring cases and they have really mm-hmm. good reasoning behind all of that. So I would have loved to have seen an exploration of that, to be honest, from a geeky point of view. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe they they'll, maybe they'll cover that in more detail and I'll be home for Christmas too. This time. I had an idea for a prequel, actually. Because uh, James Brolin says to the little girl that a lot of weird stuff happens around Christmas and that's why he couldn't be there at Christmas for his daughter. So I want to see a prequel of his weird Christmas. Like one weird Christmas. Maybe really grim. In a police station. Mm -hmm. If you make it weird, though, funny, get Barbara's eyes on the domestic calls. Really? Yeah, I think that's like Christmas Day. Something like battery hijinks. Because you know, when we first see. Jack come he arrives at the funeral for one of his fallen con- comrades Sully you can see he kind of gives a him and the commissioner on the steps have yeah. a, an exchange so yeah. there's something there mm-hmm. so he was fighting the system so yeah. maybe there's there's corruption something going on and yeah maybe we could look if there was a prequel that would be a good mm-hmm. kind of avenue to explore yeah, and right. spoiler alert Jack hangs around town at the end yeah so maybe he's like settling in like that movie mm-hmm. The Rock he also um, leaves the funeral first ahead of the family yeah. That's I mean, a big no-no. Also, he dressed very badly for the funeral. Yeah. I'm disappointed in his general demeanour at that yeah. funeral, to be honest. I like yeah. an owl bit of black at a funeral. Mm. He could have popped on a black shirt. He could have, but, you know. Mm. He play, He beats his own drum. He does. Does our little Jackie. Yeah. Also, I feel that um, his pal Susie of the bar mm-hmm. didn't really get her due in the movie because she's so smoky-voiced and sexy. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are him and her going to get together? And they don't really explore that. Mm. So a sequel might be good. There's definitely something there. Yeah. yeah. Because she helps her and her son um, out with it. Hey, so you, you know, you maybe wouldn't do that if you just were just, had no, yeah. had, had no interest in the other person because he kind of mm. puts his neck on the line. And she comes along to feed the homeless people at the end with him as well. Yeah. yeah, and also Susie like gives him food that she made for him to bring to the homeless yeah. shelter. Mm. So she is invested in him looking good. And did yeah. she give him lasagna as well to make for Jackie and the kid? I think she gave him in that the trailer? to bring yeah. to the homeless shelter. Oh, so or maybe I, she it was did. kind of confusing. I think that was, I think it was supposed to be for the kids. But anyway, Susie, yeah, Susie doesn't get her due. She's like no. hanging around there. She's good girlfriend material. Mm-hmm. It's hard cop girlfriend material and he's just not biting. Oh. I fell for her. Well, you see, you know, well, again, guys, we forget that his, we, it's, we, we've been told that his wife only passed away three years ago. So he's That's still true. grieving mm-hmm. for his wife. Some people move on very fast, though. Well, obviously not Jack. No, he's, no. A, he's a gent. Yeah. He's probably uh, known Susie for a long time as well. And yeah, he's probably so seen, seen loads of cops hitting on her. He's going to be another one of those cops hitting mm-hmm. on Susie. I think we should you write know? the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we have, that's, there's, there's more plot in that than was in this, I think, already. 
Yeah, so, there was a lot going on here. Like, if this is a book, true, I'd read yeah. it on the train. I'd be like, okay, okay I'm I'm here. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Jackie, female? Yeah, yeah. The movie, the boyfriend, hmm. yeah. and just how Rand bland and um, yeah. Rand, yeah, bland Rand, yeah, and how boring he was, and just snobby, and the way he hates homeless people hmm. throughout the movie, and he's allergic to the actual mention of dogs. Yeah, she, he hears a dog and sneezes. Which seems performative to me. Yeah. That's Didn't a very that severe allergy. Yeah. But like the way he like just kept saying his stuff about homeless people mm. and he makes a commentary about could your dad not dress like a homeless person at the party tonight? All because her dad wears flannel shirts and you're just a bit mm. like maybe everyone should wear flannel shirts. They're really good and warm and mm-hmm. just That's mostly what toasty. I wear. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. Rand's house is well insulated because he's got loads of money but you know Jack lives in a camper van so yeah. he has to wear a flannel shirt. Yeah. Yes. But also just like stop insulting homeless people. I, I feel like he didn't have a great family life growing up because his father is like an, a tree, basically. He's just this wooden man who yeah. has nothing. And then his mother Loves is his money just the thirstiest man. woman in all of River Falls. Loved his mom. She, yeah. So she appears at the end. There's a party and it's all posh and like they have a pyramid of champagne glasses mm-hmm. that get knocked over by the dog. <laughs> yeah. And the mum keeps saying to... Um, James Brolin's character I love a man in uniform but James Brolin like isn't in uniform no <laughs> and then at the very end when the dog ruins the party she's like laughing to herself being like this is yeah. the best Christmas ever and I'm like okay seek, put her in the sequel maybe she's like so privileged that she's not used to seeing like service workers so she thinks Jack's what Jack's wearing is a uniform <laughs> that like flannel and big jeans and a brown coat are, is a uniform of some sort that he's a lumberjack or something Possibly. She's like, what yeah. a lark. <laughs> you work with your hands. That's so quaint. But let's go back to Rand again. Your yeah, Rand yeah. Right, is also controlling the way he orders for Jackie yes. in the restaurant. That's mm. more, it, that's, and like, she just, say this a no no. Is that a big no no? Yeah. Well, it's it, been, yeah, yeah. It is Generally, a big no no. The way yeah. he does it. Um, yeah. My older sister, like, she's a recently diagnosed celiac in mm. the past year or so. And, like, she's very bad celiac disease. And, you know, sometimes you do have to be like, Larry, you can't have that. And she'd be like, kind of give you a look being like, I know I can't have it, but like, you have but to remind we, her yeah. being like, maybe we shouldn't order this. So I think mm-hmm. like, there is a case of somebody has like a severe dietary thing where, and they're not really. Well, I think if if we, if that was alluded to or that was that explicitly that. It's not. Rand so. said to Jackie, Jackie, you know, if you ordered that, you're going to shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we'd be like, Rand's looking out for Jackie, but Rand isn't. Rand is like low level trying yeah. to control her in many mm. tiny ways. Like if Jackie and she tells him, don't do that. If Jackie was like, you know, in Slimming Word or Weight Watchers and yeah. he was like, oh, is that a sin yeah. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's allowed. But in general, no. You don't have any speed foods on your plate, Jackie. Maybe you need to, <laughs> maybe you need to order some more. Get a plate of vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. That would be acceptable, but not the way he's doing yeah. it. No. Imagine, um, yeah. There's no speed food on that plate, Jackie. <laughs> Too many sins. Uh-uh. I'm not going to let you do this to yourself. Yeah. There's also um, the bit where he's, he's trying to get her... He's book. Yeah. all the sins for everything <laughs> on the menu. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. you can get four it and two and... There's a bit also where he's trying to get her a job in a private firm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he gives out to her 
about wanting like he's like you know you really need this and like, Jenkins and Hersel yes yeah. Jenkins Hersel the blue chip firm in the city yeah mm-hmm. yeah which and is told to us every time you yeah. know he so, doesn't want a yeah. civil servant girlfriend yeah <laughs> and I was like I was like it's kind of the opposite in Ireland yeah <laughs> I was like, like if your right. boyfriend told you to leave the civil service in Ireland your mother would ring you and be like he's yeah. no good for you we'll definitely get a mortgage you stick to that job yeah yeah, yeah. that's going to look good in paper <laughs> I was like this would not work in Ireland no well, well, Rand is a rich dude, yeah. But I know, I'm like, could you lean a little heavier on that crayon when you're, you know, sketching the Rand character? If he had like a big Stetson made of dollar bills and a big tie <laughs> that had like, you know, a hundred dollar bill in it. But it's like... Oh, they, if he like, dabs his mouth with dollar bills. Yeah, that yeah. would have been good. Yeah. But yeah, they're really laying it on thick there. But mm. I guess that's what you get with the Hallmark movie. It, mm. it made me laugh. Laugh out loud. Um, anywho, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Rand is a bit of a dick. And then there's also Cafe Simplice keeps appearing mm. in the background. Like yeah. the same cafe. And I really like that detail. Really? For some yeah, reason, I, I really, that. I was like, no. oh, they, they're always passing the same coffee shop. So this is the route to work. And I was like, that's nice. Mm. Little detail. It's like when you see a character in a TV show wear the same coat sometimes. I'm always like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. good. Yeah, I noticed mm-hmm. that as well. That you good. see it in the Gilmore Girls, the odd time, I think. Yeah. You know, Lorelai might have the same jacket. Uh-huh. Um, and the one, have you, you watched the pro- series with? I mean, we're digressing here, but you know, the Sarah Jessica Parker one divorce. Yeah, yes, yeah. she had a great wardrobe. But she, yeah, she'd rewear pieces, and you're like, yeah, yeah, good for you. I like that. I like that TV show. Oh, yeah, me great. too. I love. Yeah. It. I think that they're mm. making it. I think they've made the second yeah. series. Yeah, I really liked I'm it. Glad. I thought it was good, mm. and it got like an unfair kind of. Did it? People did. People didn't really love it, and people were a bit disappointed. I it think was Emily too Neesbaum sad for people, I think. Didn't like it. Oh, really? I'll have to double check it because I remember a critic I really like didn't mm. like it and I was like the first time I disagreed with them and I was reading it just being like mm, straight line face emoji. Maybe people mm. respect more laugh out loud like catastrophe possibly. Yeah. There's, there is some of that like to, when his 9-11 story well, falls apart and stuff. I love um, what's his name Hayden Thomas Church yeah. that is, I think he's like an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. I think he's great and I thought he played like someone's life falling apart really well. Mm. He was really good at the selfish yeah. bastard. Justified in a way I suppose. Yeah, he's just because mm. she's she's kind of more selfish. I would say, maybe he's like neglectful, yeah, of their relationship because they're in long term anyway relationship. I know we're getting off point, but she was kind of more of a selfish dick, I think, in that relationship. Yeah, but then like when you're with someone that many years, I don't yeah, know, that's I true. Thought, no, they were together a long time. Yeah, yeah. what age are their kids in their mid teens? Yeah, and also wasn't she the main breadwinner and stuff and wasn't really getting the yeah because projects kept on falling yeah. through and stuff. Yeah, so I say it's a lot of pressure. Mm. Sure, listen. Yeah, we don't know what's going on in any fictional marriage. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. <laughs> behind closed doors, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we do know what's going on behind closed doors in this movie because they tell us every five seconds exactly yeah. what is yes. going through the brains and where they've been and where they're going to and how things. Yeah, yeah. Can work they have a snowball future. fight, which I think is good and that important. That is classic. Yeah, yeah. of course, of course, yeah. they have a snowball yeah. fight. Yeah, it's a show they're lighting up. Never really other. snowed much though. No. Oh, actually, my wife. No, I watched it with my wife, and I think she's just about forgiving me. But. um there's a bit we'll get to that in this, when when Nose runs away and um, he finds him at the bar at Susie's bar yes and Nose is sitting on some snow when he gets up the snow moves as one because it's just a carpet of a white oh, carpet okay. and then you like notice that felt. everywhere it's just felt everywhere uh, so there's okay. no actual snow they didn't spring for the actual movie magic snow. Um, Mike and Jackie are kind of brother and sister yes because Jack says that yes Mike's I made, like, like I made a son a note to of him. this as well yeah, yeah. I was like, that's incest not a fan vibes. of that yeah, yeah. no I noticed that too. I wonder what her husband was like if he was the opposite. He's in Paris now, so yeah. in Paris. Yeah. strange. That's slightly been like Christ's behaviour. You know, like in Juno when um, 
Jason Statham's character moves out and get, moves into a loft in the city. I feel like that's that kind of behavior. Mm. Like, I'm going to go to Paris and be a young Paris guy. Like, uh-huh. It's an American trek. kind of thing. Like Sarah Jessica once again goes to Paris, of course, in the last series of Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah. And it's always been her dream. She wanted Big to take her there all the time. We never did. Anyway, we know mm. how that worked out. And we should, yeah. Yeah, we'd love to talk about sex. Also, Mike and us. <laughs> if we could do that sometime, thank you. Do Juvenalia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll cut that out, but yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to, yeah. Cool. I like how Mike is like really quickly humanized throughout the movie mm. after yeah. the parking incident. Yeah. He offers to do the dishes. Yeah. He goes to the cinema with a child. He the fixes her dad's truck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I did really like Mike by the end. Yeah. Um, I was kind of... Into, I was invested even though I didn't I didn't enjoy the movie Alan but no. I was invested in these two people ended up together because I was like he's going to be a really good stepdad yeah and he is also, coming on to a woman with a boyfriend the entire film though which is not great behaviour yeah. yeah but like love is love so mm-hmm. alright Lin Manuel Miranda I'm down <laughs> <laughs> also every movie in like you know loads of movies that happens in, yeah it's true I suppose in real life I it's bad behaviour but yeah. mm. For the purposes of an 88-minute film, he yes. has to kind of, the transition has to be quite rapid. Do, 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 do. He's and in the yeah. house every day and they're poems. Also, mm-hmm. like, the, like, she basically dumps Rand for yeah. reasons we'll explore in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then her and Mike are, like, together. And he's, like, yeah. showing up Christmas Day. And isn't it sad Mike had nowhere to go for Christmas Day? He's yeah. a foster, he was in the foster oh, system. Yeah. That's yeah. another thing. Yeah, he was an orphan. He's like mm-hmm. in the foster system. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's perfect. So the ex is in Paris and mm-hmm. Mike has no family or other commitments or other children around. He is on his own, it's ready to true. move in. It's very convenient economical it's very storytelling. Convenient. Yeah. Clean uh, move into the family. Could you <laughs> trust Mike is in love with you and not in love with the idea that you're like a, you know, cut out and keep family? Oh, you think he wants just the idea of the ready-made family and not necessarily Jackie? Yeah. Mm. Would you be asking yourself that question? But would you care if you would help on the school run? Maybe he always had a crush on her, like because he probably well, he would have seen her, her before. Well, he would have seen her before, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's playing he's the like long a, game. Yeah, if he's like yeah. a son to Jack. Yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's a photo on the desk. Oh yeah, and then yeah. he talks about his daughter a lot. Figuring out where her parking space is. Yeah. Change it to say visitor. Yeah, he's, he's like, this is the year. I'm not going to let another Christmas maybe go by without seeing Jackie. I'm having I'm gonna have a family this Christmas. Yeah. Maybe in yeah. the sequel, Mike's actually a villain. This sequel is fucking amazing. And he's like Maybe. been watching yeah. her for years and mm-hmm. then she realises that yeah. everything's a yeah. plant and that Rand, maybe Rand could be redeemed in the sequel. I don't think he can. I don't though. think he can. He's gone if too you far. Yeah, yeah, if you say publicly awful things about homelessness, mm-hmm. You're pretty yeah, bad. maybe maybe it could turn into in the next film. Like, what's the film with Julia Roberts where she's escape her uh, controlling husband with the enemy, Sleep Patrick Bergman? Mm. Yeah. So and then, before we know it, Mike's got all the cans of like macaroni cheese lined up, and he wants everything to be perfect. And then <laughs> she's running away from him. And yeah. maybe that's what happens in the next film. And maybe mm. the Paris X is actually <laughs> yeah. okay. Let's fly him back in. Yeah. yeah. For the next film, we'll fly him back in mm-hmm. and see what he brings to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's been away for a few years, he's got some European perspective on things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he'd be real. He's like, where's the bidet in this house? (laughs) (laughs) I need a bidet. Yeah, that could be his thing as well. Like, shut up. Yeah, make me a crockpisser. What's a crockpisser? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Nose goes missing. It's an important part. Nose is the dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nose is the dog. Um, The dog of of Jack's ex partner, Sully, who just died, whose funeral he came back from Mexico or wherever to attend. Guys, Mm -hmm. how? So. He buys nose off a woman after a service dog auction. Yeah. Are there service dog auctions in Ireland? Because I, I saw that and I was like, this is the movie should just be about the dog. Yeah. yeah. 
But how, yeah, that's it. So yeah, this nose is the dog of his ex-partner. So this woman, stranger woman, she's not in the film much, she's in for like one scene, gets the dog with her daughter. And then Jack sees the woman with his ex-partner's dog and he's with his granddaughter and he just says like he's got some mind control over he's like well that dog looks like it's shitty and it's just lying there so basically give me the dog and her kid's like yeah this dog is stupid just lying there and he just gets the dog off the woman that's just yeah it's, it seems like an unnecessary scene he could have just adopted the dog straight dog. away yeah. but it's it's odd maybe James Brodin wants to show that he's really good at negotiating yeah or I don't know it's weird that was like yeah it was sly Mm. Yeah. But he tricked. That it's woman. a really good dog. It he's is. Knows is a great dog. Yeah, yeah. he knows he's what dog. he's doing. Like he goes missing for about five seconds. But he's not even missing. He's just going somewhere yeah, else. He but opened I'm, the door like of the in this film, like caravan himself. Yeah, he's very smart. <laughs> he's, he's really very smart dog. and good. Yeah, but like, and he solves crime during it. Yeah, like five seconds a of a missing dog is about all I can handle of a missing dog story because I have two dogs. So I was like, no, dog missing. Oh, and then know, he's back I and it's know, fine. Like, when, that's yeah. exactly the amount of dog missing I can handle in a film. That's one so, thing yeah. I'm sure to retweet. A missing dog, I'm going to retweet that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, can't handle it. My brother's got a dog. I was yeah. involved Hi, in a <laughs> missing person search a few years ago. So I retweet every missing oh, person yeah. thing I see like, because that was really stressful. Mm-hmm. The person was found. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Alive. <laughs> good. 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 But like anytime I see anything missing, I'm like, scarf, yeah. teddy bear, human dog. I'm like, mm. retweet, retweet. A sum of money has been found in the toilets on the first floor. It's at reception. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to retweet Everyone that. needs to know this. Yeah. Everyone needs to know this. Um, so then another subplot is there is a f- old fire um, building. No. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah firehouse? Yeah. Firehouse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be shut down after Christmas by a shady company in the town. And everyone's like, oh, how's this happening? Turns out it's Rand's family being yeah. unethical but, but, with corporate governance But what's important stuff. about what happens in the firehouse? Oh, they're giving out food to homeless people. Yeah. Mm. And it's a shelter. Turns so out, terrible. Turns out Jack, um, former detective Jack, has been involved in it for years. And ADA Jack, Jackie, didn't know that. Yeah. And so she learns stuff about her dad. Yeah, Grinchy granddad. Turns out he's got a heart after all and he's been volunteering at the shelter for years. Oh. Yeah, so mm. it's... Jackie's intrigued by this, yeah. That's a good little... Yeah, plot that's a that. good little extra. And it also yeah. further um, underlines that Rand is an evildoer, an evil man. Yeah, I can't figure out like how big the city is. Because it's called River Falls, no. which is just Like Gilmore Girl size, I reckon. Also yeah, the but they have, like, some people they have rich people be... who have shell companies. Oh. So yeah. that seems like more of a big city thing to me. And the DA's office is big. That parking That's lot is big. That's a big DA's big. office. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like Portly. Maybe there's bad people there. <laughs> yeah. The town looked like Portly. It's just riddled with crimes. So they need an extra large yeah. district attorney's office. It felt office. like, uh, yeah, looked like that to me. But also... There's loads of assholes in River Falls. Mm. That's why they need a big DA's office. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty big distance from Mexico, though. Yeah, yeah, because the kid does the math. The child, I keep saying kid. I think that the child does the math at the beginning. If you like drove for thirty, because also the granddad can't stay for Christmas. This is the thing: granddad can't stay for Christmas because guys, he wants to go fish, marlin fishing or something in Mexico. Yeah, and he's planned a trip. There's a competition. Competition. Yeah, yeah. So the kid does some math. He's like, if you drove for thirty hours or twenty four hours for five days, yeah, it seems like a long way away. He's yeah. Long way to go to catch a fish. Yeah, to go to catch a fish, but maybe it's like that fish fish is going to have some carbon footprint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the fish is going to be full of mercury, and you've probably destroyed the earth driving all the way down your camper Mm -hmm. van. Yeah, Um, there is actually eventually some crime. 
about it's about an hour I timed it it's an hour in uh-huh. there's a crime the pickpocket the pickpocket storyline oh, yes. explodes into life oh I missed that so Susie's son is, has been arrested oh that's true sorry yes, for pickpocketing yeah. a wallet out of a Christmas uh-huh. tree place uh-huh. and knows notices a Santa doing it Actually, Jack still has enough contacts to get people from background checks. And he keeps and going into the um, guard station. Yeah. <laughs> but, you kn- but you know, when we first meet Luke, he's in the cafe with ha- gravelly voiced woman. Who's his mum? What's her name again? Susie. Susie, Susie. Yeah. yeah. So then we learn like moments later that Luke has been accused of stealing a wallet. But Luke comes in, he enters that scene like really chipper and not mm. low energy. He's like high state. Yeah. It's like, hi, I'm yeah. here. And then Susie tells Jack, you know, he's been accused of stealing. And Luke doesn't seem to be too... Well, I suppose now in Ireland, if you're caught stealing something, you're always really worried it's going to be in your record. And I'll never be able to go to Australia or America. Mm. But in America, you're in America. That's true. Yeah. So you're probably like, I don't have to <laughs> worry about my visa. <laughs> visa, yeah. So F it. But yeah, Luke doesn't seem concerned. But I think no. Jack figures it out. Says, well, I'm concerned for you, Luke, mm-hmm. and I'm going to figure it out on the sly. I'm not going to tell Susie, and but Susie's I'm going to save the day. Yeah. Mm. yeah. When he does save the day. Mm-hmm. And there's a super exciting foot chase. Where he chases Santa. Okay, so in our last episode, we Santa was real. Yes. In this one, the only Santa is a pickpocket, which is slightly disappointing. <laughs> I was expecting I, for me, a good Christmas moment needs to have a real Santa and some kind of magic. Yeah. So this had neither. Like, I have to be like the American and Thirty Fourth Street feelings mm-hmm. for a Christmas movie. Yeah. I have to be like, yes, humanity is going to be okay. Santa's real. Um, Not a everyone's getting yeah. on everyone's reconciled um, bad moms and bad dads have reasons for being bad moms and bad dads but they're going to make their everyone's apologised mm-hmm. you know it's they're about empathy and mm-hmm. forgiveness yeah. and dinners <laughs> and, and a good tree good tree the tree on this one was too tinsel heavy for me as well mostly red tinsel on oh, the tree did a terrible job of the tree yeah but there was the great scene where it's with Jack and his granddaughter who's like I think we can do better than this and then you go they're going to really decorate the shit out of this house now and he <laughs> goes to town he does he do, does he does actually do, because as we know his daughter Jackie doesn't have time mm-hmm. because he's going to she's working blow on the all the fuses yeah they, they yeah. don't worry about power in these films they're no. just like no. crank it up they've got a generator <laughs> in the back yeah, yeah. That was, that's that's a good hallmark of a good that's a hallmark of a good Christmas movie they don't care when about they do the crazy decoration mm-hmm. and there's reindeers on the roof and all yeah. that kind of stuff and also there's a nice bit where when Jackie starts talking about and dad got me two juicy pears at Christmas and he never forgot he never got me the doll's house that I wanted you're like you're getting the doll's house this <laughs> Christmas Jackie don't yeah. worry I think it's yeah. going to happen in also, the last scene also yeah. the pears is really interesting so I was like what the f- Hell, are juicy pears. Yeah. So or, or I went the name, are they golden pears or something like that? What like is it was, it? Was it honey pears? I have honey a screen grab pears. about the pears. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, that's weird because I know fruit hampers are a thing, but like I know I keep saying a Protestant thing, but I don't know. Like, have you ever gotten fruit hampers before from people? No. Um, I think I won once. I don't remember why. So I dreamed I did once, but the, oh, actually, my, one of my friends, I kind of tweeted that I was sad on Twitter, and one of my friends bought me a fruit hamper. She That's thought lovely. I needed more more um, fruit and veg. I do love an yeah. Al Keelings Al mm. Berry mm. selection. Yeah. Do love Keelings. Oh, yeah. Um, they haven't sponsored this podcast yet. But maybe they yeah. should. <laughs> so the Pears thing is an actual brand. The company first began operations in 1910 by these family called the Rosenbergs. And then his sons took over the company and they went to Cornell University where they did agricultural degrees. And they named the Pears Royal Riviera and focused on selling them to customers in Europe. Their business grew and they built a packing house and a pre-cooling plant so they could be shipped long distances. 
Then the Great Recession happens in or depression in America in the 1920s. And the European demand for prayers is like people in Europe like, don't want prayers anymore. So then they start marketing them in the United States, in Seattle, and then New York, San Francisco. And then they start selling them by mail order. So they became a huge Christmas gift thing hmm. um, where people would order prayers. And it's now run by like some flower company owner and you can order them to your house. So you can order two boxes of prayers. I thought that was really interesting. So they had, yeah. in 1937, they introduced its Box of the Month plan. Then it was renamed the Rare Fruit Club and eventually Fruit of the Month Club. And then in 1930s, late 1930s, they adopted their stepfather's last name, Holmes, due to concerns about rising anti-Semitism as World War II approached. Oh. Hmm, that's sad. But that was a great bit of research. I love there. that like thing about fruit as a luxury item. Yeah. Because pineapples were a yeah. huge mm. luxury item in the 19th century where you would rent them out. Yeah. And the longer... You got it for cheaper the older the pineapple was and you'd put it in the center of your table, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't eat it. Just so Mm. people know like, oh, these people, they're hooked up when it comes to Mm -hmm. pineapples. Mm -hmm. Now somebody's doing well for themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the parents are not just rich, they're pineapple That's a rented pineapple. I spot it a mile off. Yeah. So if you know anyone American, ask them, is the Paris thing like an actual tradition? Would you sign up for a Fruit of the Month subscription club? Well, people sign up for Birchbox and beauty Mm. items of the month. Yeah. Like if I was getting a really wacky fruit, mm. although yeah. you can get them all now, like you can get dragon fruit in That's shops true. in Dunes now. Yeah, yeah, but and there's also you know if you've seen those pears that they in China they um put them into a mold, they grow the pears and you can have them in like in little buddhas, so it's like a Buddha shaped pear. If you look at them on the trees, they're like in a plastic mold and the pear goes into it, or you can have it in a love heart or something. Yeah, wow. and there's really expensive type of pears, washy pears or something. I don't know. You can get them in Dunes as well, but look up. You can Google it now. Pear molds. Pear molds. Buddha, Buddha pears. That sounds cool. And I'm sure they're really expensive. But like, yeah. I'm sure there's probably like some candy bar of the month prize that pe- month box that people are signed up to. Oh, oh yeah, there's, there's, yeah. There's socks. There's underwear yeah. subscriptions. Mm. You can get all sorts. Yeah. You can get like your panty liners delivered to you as well. Oh, can you? Like recyclable, like environmentally friendly kind of. Um, yeah, I think that's some of them. But other ones are just... They're all disposable, aren't they? Now? <laughs> no, 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 no. You can Except get if you're no, what's, really what's, living that yeah, lifestyle. No, you've got disposable sanitary towels, and but you got ones now. You can kind of just keep refilling them and wash oh, them. The moon cup, not a moon cup. No, an actual like a fabric sanitary towel. I think you have like a. This is too much. Yeah. but you can get no, like a fabric thing and you slip it in. This. But the moon cup, yeah, is a different thing. But yeah, so it's like a fabric thing you put on your underwears, and then you've got an insert. But you can rewash them and just so it's environmentally friendly. I appreciate being friendly to the environment, but I also believe in being friendly to your to your vagina. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So there's a balance issue there. That absolutely, I'm going to. I don't think I would. I don't think I would subscribe to that. But yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. We, so do we leave the moon cup conversation there. <laughs> we can start our secondary podcast. Okay. The moon cup Again, Yeah. Podcast idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Number five. So Jack solves the case. And so yeah, Jack solves the case. Yeah, back he to has a celebratory dinner with Jackie and Gracie, and one of his cop friends comes along. Oh, to bring him out for the customary drink, where they all go for a drink when someone solves when someone solves one crime in that town. Mm. So either they're and, very, and a very minor crime. Uh, yeah, exactly. But can we talk about how the little annoying precocious child is like? Oh, you don't have to come to my concert. Yeah, she, yeah. the granddaughter plays the flute. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, "You go hang out with your friends," and then. Jack goes to hang out with his friends and I'm just a bit and the daughter looks the granddaughter looks so sad yeah but then it turns out it was all kind of a ruse 
that he does then shops the concert yeah. with all the one yeah, drink was, in them. The thing about mm. that, like, imagine if mm. a mm. Gardie came steaming into a Christmas concert. <laughs> Is there a kid playing a flute here? Yeah, imagine. So funny. This is one of them had a, like a grandchild in it. Play Dawning of the Day there. That you're doing great. Well done. Well done. Yeah. I don't think that would happen, but yeah. Yeah. Imagine that would be funny. A lot of questions would yeah. be raised. What? Although the Gardaí probably would do it. Hmm. For the crack. Yeah. yeah. This is post for Facebook profile pictures like. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, and if the guard, well, whoever, yeah, and then the guard of Twitter account would get involved as well, and then it would just go viral. I love the guard of Twitter. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I know. See, the thing is, I'm one of these very, I'm one of these people. My every encounter with the guards has been great. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I've been followed home and I ring them, they have been so nice to me. Mm-hmm. I was going to get my fingerprints taken for a um, guard of clearance thing for. I lived abroad for a year, so I had to clear mm-hmm. that for a job. And I had so much crack getting fingerprinted with them. <laughs> so anytime I, I get tons of stuff signed. So when I ever encounter a guard and they, also they trained in the town where I'm from. So I have a really kind of not woke relationship with authority. I'm always like, oh my God, the guards. <laughs> I'm never like, oh shit, the guards. I'm always like, oh great, friendly guys. <laughs> Yes, like when people are always giving out about Ryanair, I'm like, well, I've had nothing but good experiences. You know, I've yeah. never had like. I, I understand there are issues, but the guy on Twitter account yeah. to me is like, I'm always happy, especially when they find dogs and they're like, oh, look at these puppies we have them in the station, and then people go and get the puppies, and yeah. also when they like, um, when there are like festivals and they're putting up pictures of them hanging out at the festivals, I think it's all really cute. Mm-hmm. But I know, um, I know that people on Twitter would have an issue with me. They're not super popular on Twitter, no. No, they're not. No. Mm. They're not they're super popular on the press what, what either. What is, though? What is? I, I yeah. know, yeah. yeah. You can't say that even the we rate, <laughs> Even the We Rate Dogs account gets We Rate hate. Dogs. It's just a, an account where he gives like every dog 12 out of 10. And there's a picture mm. of a dog and he puts in like little puns about dogs. Yeah. But like that got hate because the dog was like pro the women's march or something or it, no it's because it turned out that his father was like a business manager and they planned it all out for a book deal from the start already well like it was listen. completely but like everybody's doing the thing for a book yeah. deal we're doing this for a book why deal why do you think <clears> I'm doing this goddamn yeah. podcast on yeah. the Walmart Christmas book yeah yeah we're gonna get on it. We're, 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 we're gonna do no, no, no. <laughs> yeah we're gonna do an yeah. annual you're gonna do I'm not I'm involved myself already we're gonna do an annual yeah. no you yeah. guys are gonna do an annual I've been doing not the RT guide for five years now and I still haven't gotten a book deal and I'm furious about it it's just I'd absolutely say have you made representations absolutely, to the Gardaí and to book none. companies absolutely not I have no idea how to that's the thing we were talking about before where there's a step yeah the 80% podcast we need yeah. to, that's how I'm like how did you get the, but how yeah, did you how get, you get the, book the book deal, deal. you got a book yeah. deal it's great but how yeah. did you get it yeah you need to get on that Alan yeah I know What's the, the moment's passed for that now I would say no three years ago I would say no 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 anyway anyway sorry that's yeah, let's go back sorry. Out of the way. let's go where do you want us to go oh here's the thing um Rand's parents Blair and Candace yeah it's strange that Blair still is still with his first wife for a super rich scumbag person is that maybe unusual maybe they're Christians maybe mm-hmm. like properly observing Christians they're very unchristian though mm. Turf partying homeless people at Christmas. and stuff like that yeah, yeah. And Jesus and Jesus they were tur- and of course yeah because the holding company is turfing out the people from the shelter yeah so that's not very Christian like no. Not even slightly. But, 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 but Blair seems like a bit of crack. She's like, oh, this is the best. You know, yeah. so she is, she's keeping Maybe it spicy. Blair knows where all the bodies are buried and he can't yeah. get rid of her. Maybe like, that's true. She's like yeah. a first wife. 
mm. with um, all the info remembered. Yeah. She's like, like Yeah, because well, they, they met when they were in college. There was no prenup sign. She's like, you know, you could leave me, but you're going to lose half. And, and Candace mm. loves m- money more than he loves Blair. She's like, I'm st- okay, I'm going to She knows where all the illegal mining is. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And the fracking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got her fracking list and her iPhone notes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to use it against yeah. Candace if he. Another problem I had. So she's no Mike a week. Jackie is no Mike a week. And she's shifting him in front of her daughter who has recently had her parents divorce. That's a very quick time to be introducing a new boyfriend <laughs> into a family at Christmas. I think. But the yeah. daughter is sassy. She's precocious. She's very she's, emotionally intelligent. She's very. Yeah. She's had yeah. therapy, as she tells us. <laughs> Did she say that? She says it's to the grandfather, she's like, I've had a lot of therapy and I can tell you're avoiding your feelings or something like that. They're on a wall having eggnog ice cream. Eggnog ice cream, true. Why can't we have eggnog ice cream all around the year? And James Brolin makes the point, he goes, because then it wouldn't be special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she also Mm -hmm. has a line during this bit about Christmas. And she says, he says about how Christmas is very difficult for some people. And she just goes, yeah, everything has to be perfect and everyone has to be happy. And she talks about how that makes her feel anxious. And I thought that was a really, really good point to make because that's what I like about these movies. Christmas is really difficult for some people. Mm-hmm. And I wrote an article about uh, maternal estrangement a couple of months ago. And one girl who gave me quotes for it said, it's been really difficult for her to come to terms with the fact that her relationship with her mother is never going to have a kind of Hollywood movie ending. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has to come to terms with like, there's not going to be that scene at the end mm. yeah. where everything's resolved. And I think Christmas can be really hard for people. So sometimes these movies can like remind you of your Christmas traditions, but then they can also remind you of what you haven't got. Mm. But that can be nice as well because, you know, oh, well, this movie makes me feel cosy. So when people slag TV movies, I'm always like, no, they, f- they fill a certain gap in the market. Mm. And totally. the fact that they have tropes and you know what's going to happen at the end can be quite comforting. Yeah. So I Nothing bad happens for too long in these films. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. All the bad stuff's happened before. Mm-hmm. It's all low-level panic and yeah. yeah, we can see it all coming and how it's going to be resolved Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, in a couple of scenes' time. Yeah. I think this movie, the main thing I had going for it though overall was Barbara Streisand. Yes. I'm going to gonna just... That version of Jingle Bells. She's good. Is nuts. Yeah, how did it go again? It went... Okay, so they say they have a Jingle Bells toilet seat as well toilet seat yeah they say that oh that's right so yes. I'm hoping it's that version that when you oh, listen yeah, to the toilet seat it goes jingle bells jingle bells jing 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 jingle bells jingle bells jingle bells jingle bells jing, jing, <laughs> yeah that's right yeah, and yeah, yeah, he just yeah. puts the toilet seat slowly back down and go, okay thanks Barbara imagine yeah. Yeah, that'd be so funny in the middle of the night jingle bells when you put the toilet seat down yeah that would be so funny I'm really thinking can I buy a toilet seat for the Christmas season that sings because I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> Every time you have a guest over, <laughs> someone's going number two or whatever. Yeah, someone's going party. Yeah, I think it'd be really, really good. I'm sure, you could do what you do is right. This is what you do: you get a Christmas card that plays. Like when you open, it goes. You get the rip the bit center bit out, and you can mm. somehow tape it to the loo. So when you lift up the top seat, the pressure off yes. it will play the jingle. Like the sensor on it. That's what you just do. Yeah, just do that. Engineering, bit of engineering. Yeah. Just do that. And then you can like fix it out during the year with other ones. Like there's one that have like Del Boy's voice or yeah. Richard message. Yeah, or, that's true. They can yeah. get those expensive cards or like a tenor. And then, yeah. but I, you can get ones in Tiger that I've bought before and you can record your own message. <laughs> so that would be interesting. Yes. I like what that. was that? Or something like that. Or I wouldn't go in there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah something like that. That's another. Okay, so we have two, se- we have a sequel and a prequel to write and uh-huh. a solid business be idea. 
Got to get you got an annual deal for roast chestnuts. Book, you got to get a book deal for that. I'm going to get a book. I'm going to decide what I'm going to write a book about, and yeah, get a book deal too. Yeah. So that's we're busy. Okay, yeah. This is good. This is good. I mean, not a great film. No, but I mean, it was, it's it brought was. a lot of positive things into our yeah, lives. Yeah, so our lives so. are going to get much. much I don't better. regret watching it. No, I, oh, I have a theory about why it, we didn't like this one as much. I think this one is aimed at grandparents rather than necessarily parents or people our age, because the grandparents' storyline is a lot more prevalent than it is in other ones. Mm. Yeah. If it's not more about him. Well, it's a vehicle for uh, James. Yeah. And his face and Barbara. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. a van- it's a weird vanity project. It's a vanity, p- <laughs> it's a vanity project. <laughs> he funded it himself. For James yeah. Rowland, yeah. Did he? No. 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 Okay. But it's a film he's always wanted to make. Mm-hmm. I he's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you have any last further thoughts, last thoughts? Come on now. You've, lo- you've loads of notes you haven't got I've yet. I've tons of notes. Yeah, come on. Bring them on. Um, oh. I have a thought. Oh, and my, in Block Apples I've written, Nick comes through with the fucking doll's house in the yes. end. So that's it. That's my main note. My thought is how Jackie, the lady character, her propensity for planning and scheduling, or scheduling as they say mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. um, is constantly coming under attack from males. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you need to like be more relaxed. You need to plan less. She's a single mom in a competitive industry. You know, with a lot in her plate, she's very little support systems in place. Her best friend is crap. Yeah. Her dad's <laughs> her mom's dead and her dad's yeah. been off in a caravan driving around the country. And her ex in Paris can't be collecting yeah. little kid from yeah. soccer So, practice. of course, this is a woman who wants to plan. And I hate this kind of like, oh, this uptight planning. And also then a cop wants to be with her who represents you know, authoritary and bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, so it's like he wants to take over the planning and he's cleaning up the house and he's looking after the dad's car and he's telling her to forgive her father and all this sort of stuff. So I didn't like that this woman's personality traits were coming under attack, which like there were personality traits she developed in response to various small traumas. Mm-hmm. And I hate this thing of her, a woman. It's like, oh, she's either too disorganized, she's a train wreck and then she's too organized. Mm-hmm. Like she could be DA something. Not just an ADA. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like this people telling her, oh, you plan too much. Oh, it's, yeah, it's great telling me I plan too much. Where, are we, where have you been the last seven years? Yes. Mm-hmm. With me and my daughter. Yeah. yeah. So you can ride in in your big camper van. But if you're here yeah. two years ago, I would have enjoyed you collecting her sometimes after school. And mm-hmm. the daughter also misses her flute lessons. And music lessons are not cheap. No. No. So he's costing her money. And the electricity, <laughs> he's costing her money. <laughs> Those bloody decorations, yeah. 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 So I kind of feel like that was a really dark anti-feminist angle I didn't like. Hmm. That she needed the men in her life to come back. Yes. To fulfill her. To fulfill her. Not to fulfill her. To yeah. fulfill her. Yeah. Or they were just, she was just getting on trying to live her life and they were coming in, yeah, just giving advice. She's like, I know I'm very uptight, but I'm trying to do my best because if I don't keep it together, then what we're going to do is all going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't like this sort of um, finger pointing. Uh-huh. Mm. So that's um that I think that's why I didn't enjoy this film. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't my favorite film of all time, but it was like <laughs> it was nicely predictable. I could see you're like oh yeah because sometimes when I watch it, if you're watching if I find if I'm watching kind of a what's the what's the word like um. What you what you call it when you watch it, you're just watching oh like a guilty pleasure I mean, it's not a guilty pleasure but you know what I mean you're watching some kind of fudge on TV sometimes I get stressed out when I think when they go into the 
the dog, you know, escapes and then shits all over the house. You're like, oh no, it's all going so well. It kind of gives me low level stress. But yes. I like the way things just chugged along nicely and mm-hmm. all the problems got resolved and it was all tied up in a bow. She got her doll's house. Her and the fella are together. Rand's gone. Um, they've saved the shelter and it all just tied up in a bow and you're like, that's grand. I'm going to go to bed now. They fit a lot into the 88 minutes because all these films yeah. are exactly 88 minutes long. It well. all worked yes. out in the end. So, I love that. Yeah, they don't have time to spare on much that isn't plot, really. Mm. Except for talking them out of a dog. Yeah. That's the only unnecessary scene, really. Yeah. Well, Noah's played his part and whatever. <laughs> we'll say no more about that. He did a great job. But, he um, really brought them all together. Yeah, he did. Because mm. she found the documents and he kicked up a fuss in the parents' house. And mm. yeah. yeah. He exposed Rand for the bastard he is. Yeah. Evil man. Um, so hopefully next year we can discuss I'll Be Home for Christmas part two. Part two. Which, the, which we would have written. Yeah. Or one of the many other ones. There's one with Jonathan Taylor Thomas from 1997 which I'm very excited about. There's also, one also with Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Yeah. We do a whole like season that. of just I'll Be Home for Christmases. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Any other stray observations? Um... No, I have no other points. I have nothing else to say. All right, so so do we recommend this film? No, we don't. <laughs> no, we no don't. it's a stinker. You could watch better if you want yeah. a feel-good Christmas film. This is not the one. No, no, no it was not not into except as much for, as I love James Brolin's yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, and I, but Barbara's singing is good. Yeah. It is. It's a that nice surprise. That's the best bit. Jingle yeah. bells is the best bit. Yeah. So just go listen to Jingle Bells by Barbara Streisand jingle, for eighty-eight jingle, minutes. Jingle, jingle, jingle. And also now you all have a great idea what to do with your toilet seat if you're yes. bored at home. Exactly. Yeah. So that's something that's good that's come from it. Yeah. So there we go. Thank you, Esther Moore Donahue. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.